Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of the community. And if you're just tuning in, this is Magic is Real. This is the channel where we talk about near-death experiences, spirit communication, evidence of afterlife, and other metaphysical experiences and topics. Today, I wanted to cover the topic of remote viewing. I will discuss a little bit about what remote viewing is and how it works and some of the history of it. The reason I wanted to focus on this topic is that remote viewing is something I hadn't given much thought to until I learned that I was able to do it. I was uh, developing as a medium. And so as part of mediumship development, what uh, we do is we do practice readings. And so I was reading a woman and just as an exercise, I asked her mother and spirit to show me something in the house that would indicate that it was that she was there. And I said, can you show me around your daughter's house? So as that happened, I said to the woman, does your house have, you know, this hallway and these two rooms at the end of it? Yes. I said to the right, there is a room and that's your junk room. And that's where you keep all the things that you don't know what to do with. And I said, and I see that there is a suitcase in there. This is an empty suitcase. And there, there are blankets, but it's not like a full made up bed. She said, yes. And then I said, I'm seeing on the right of the room a dresser. And on that dresser, I see some stuffed animals, but I see a raggedy and doll. And she said, oh, my God, come with me. And she took me on her uh, face we were on FaceTime and she took me into the room and she turned the phone to the dresser and there was a Raggedy Ann doll I was blown away I was still in development I hadn't given professional readings I couldn't believe that I had described that room to a T I had entered into that room with my soul my mind I um, and it really fascinated me that I've heard about this but I never really knew a lot about it so I'm just going to share some information about it. So what is remote viewing? Well, remote viewing, it's this captivating ability that allows individuals to perceive distant or hidden targets using the power of their mind alone. Now, a lot of these spiritual topics we think of as very esoteric, very woo-woo, um, not accessible in everyday life. But what's so interesting about remote viewing is that remote viewing has been used in the CIA for a long time. In fact, the CIA used remote viewing during the Cold War. So in the 1970s, the CIA initiated the Stargate Project. The Stargate Project was a top secret program aimed at exploring the potential of remote viewing for intelligence purposes. Led by Stanford Research Institute, a team of psychics and researchers worked hand in hand to harness this extraordinary human ability. The CIA implemented rigorous training protocols to develop and enhance the remote viewing skills of their selected participants. Techniques such as controlled breathing, meditation, and visualization played crucial roles in expanding their psychic abilities. The Stargate Project's remote viewers were tasked with gathering intelligence on a range of targets, from foreign military installations to hidden hostages. Through remote viewing, they provided valuable insights and information that couldn't be obtained through conventional means. 
While remote viewing yielded intriguing results, skepticism and controversy understandably surrounded the program. Some dismissed it as pseudoscience, while others raised concerns about its reliability and reproducibility. However, amidst the criticism, one extraordinary success story emerged from the top-secret endeavor, showcasing the program's remarkable efficacy. So deep within the covert corridors of the CIA, a target named Carlos, a high-ranking international criminal, had eluded capture for years. Traditional intelligence-gathering methods had proved fruitless, leaving the agency in desperate need of an alternative solution. The CIA assembled a team of exceptionally talented remote viewers for the task at hand. Their mission, to remotely perceive and describe the whereabouts of Carlos, allowing intelligence operatives to close in on their target. Through their remote viewing sessions, the team provided stunningly accurate descriptions of locations connected to Carlos. Despite never actually visiting those places, their psychic impressions guided intelligence agents with precise details. Armed with the remote viewers' insights, the CIA orchestrated a strategic operation, focusing their efforts on the locations identified. Surveillance intensified, and the net began to tighten around Carlos. Carlos's apprehension was not just a victory for the CIA. It marked a significant blow to his criminal network. His capture unveiled a vast web of illicit activities, putting an end to years of destructive operations and saving countless lives. The success story of how the CIA's remote viewing program played a pivotal role in identifying and capturing Carlos showcases the immense potential of the human consciousness. It serves as a testament to the untapped capabilities we possess and the valuable contributions remote viewing can make in the world of intelligence. So you may be wondering, how can we remote view? Well, it's similar to what I do, which is mediumship. Uh, you do need to be in a state of receptivity, so here are some basic tips on how to practice your own remote viewing. All right, so you're going to need to create the right mental and physical environment. You're going to find a quiet and comfortable space where you won't be disturbed. So you're going to just sit and take a few moments to relax and clear your mind. Now clearly define your intention for the remote viewing session. Focus your thoughts on the target or location you wish to perceive. Visualize it in your mind, forming a clear mental image. Now we're going to focus on getting into the alpha state. To enhance your receptivity to remote viewing, enter the alpha state of consciousness. All right, so how do we do this? Well, you're going to close your eyes and imagine yourself descending into a tranquil, meditative state. Relax your body and quiet your thoughts. Once you're in the alpha state, allow your mind to receive impressions. You're going to be open to any thoughts, images, feelings, or sensations that arise. Trust your intuition and record your observations without judgment. So after the remote viewing session, analyze and interpret the information you receive. Compare your notes with any available feedback or targets. Look for matches, similarities, and patterns that validate your remote viewing experience. So how do we do this? Well, we work with other people. So you may have a friend or a family member hide an item in their house, and then you can practice trying to figure out where they have hidden this object. And then it's their feedback that's going to help you to hone the skill. It's exactly how I developed my mediumship abilities, practicing what does it feel like when there's a hit, what does it feel like when it's coming from my own mind, and just being free and not worrying about whether you're wrong or right, just 
practice going into that state of receptivity and you will be surprised. I think that your mind will be blown when you realize that this skill is easier than you might think. By developing remote viewing skills, we enhance our perception, our intuition, and our problem-solving abilities. We gain access to a wellspring of creativity and inspiration, and we embark on a personal journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Remote viewing fosters connection, both with the world around us and with our fellow human beings. So whether you're seeking personal growth, a fresh approach to problem solving, or a deeper understanding of our interconnected world, remote viewing offers a path worth exploring. Embrace the adventure, embrace the magic, unlock your inner vision, and uncover the endless possibilities that lie within you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this interesting. If you did and you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe to the channel. Please like the videos. Please share them with like-minded friends. And I'd love to hear your comments below. Yes, the comments do help with the algorithm and help support the channel. We get more eyes on the podcast. But I also genuinely like to know who's here. I want to know you. I want to know who's part of this community. So introduce yourself. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your experiences with remote viewing. Thank you so much. I send you lots of love and I appreciate you more than words can say. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a part of the community. And if you're just tuning in, this is Magic is Real. This is the channel where we talk about near-death experiences, spirit communication, evidence of afterlife, and other metaphysical experiences and topics. Today, I wanted to cover the topic of remote viewing. I will discuss a little bit about what remote viewing is and how it works and some of the history of it. The reason I wanted to focus on this topic is that remote viewing is something I hadn't given much thought to until I learned that I was able to do it. I was uh, developing as a medium and so as part of mediumship development what uh, we do is we do practice readings and so I was reading a woman and just as an exercise, I asked her mother and spirit to show me something in the house that would indicate that it was that she was there. And I said, can you show me around your daughter's house? So as that happened, I said to the woman, does your house have 
you know, this hallway and these two rooms at the end of it. Yes. I said to the right, there is a room and that's your junk room. And that's where you keep all the things that you don't know what to do with. And I said, and I see that there is a suitcase in there. This is an empty suitcase and there, there are blankets, but it's not like a full made up bed. She said, yes. And then I said, I'm seeing on the right of the room a dresser and on that dresser I see some stuffed animals but I see a raggedy and doll and she said oh my god come with me and she took me on her uh, face we were on FaceTime and she took me into the room and she turned the phone to the dresser and there was a raggedy and doll I was blown away I was still in development I hadn't given professional readings I couldn't believe that I had described that room to a T I had entered into that room with my soul, my mind, I, um, and it really fascinated me that I've heard about this, but I never really knew a lot about it. So I'm just going to share some information about it. So what is remote viewing? Well, remote viewing, it's this captivating ability that allows individuals to perceive distant or hidden targets using the power of their mind alone. Now, a lot of these spiritual topics we think of as very esoteric, very woo-woo, um, not accessible in everyday life. But what's so interesting about remote viewing is that remote viewing has been used in the CIA for a long time. In fact, the CIA used remote viewing during the Cold War. So in the 1970s, the CIA initiated the Stargate Project. The Stargate Project was a top-secret program aimed at exploring the potential of remote viewing for intelligence purposes. Led by Stanford Research Institute, a team of psychics and researchers worked hand-in-hand -hand to harness this extraordinary human ability. The CIA implemented rigorous training protocols to develop and enhance the remote viewing skills of their selected participants. Techniques such as controlled breathing, meditation, and visualization played crucial roles in expanding their psychic abilities. The Stargate Project's remote viewers were tasked with gathering intelligence on a range of targets, from foreign military installations to hidden hostages. Through remote viewing, they provided valuable insights and information that couldn't be obtained through conventional means. While remote viewing yielded intriguing results, skepticism and controversy understandably surrounded the program. Some dismissed it as pseudoscience, while others raised concerns about its reliability and reproducibility. However, amidst the criticism, one extraordinary success story emerged from the top-secret endeavor, showcasing the program's remarkable efficacy. So deep within the covert corridors of the CIA, a target named Carlos, a high-ranking international criminal, had eluded capture for years. Traditional intelligence-gathering methods had proved fruitless leaving the agency in desperate need of an alternative solution. The CIA assembled a team of exceptionally talented remote viewers for the task at hand. Their mission, to remotely perceive and describe the whereabouts of Carlos, allowing intelligence operatives to close in on their target. Through their remote viewing sessions, the team provided stunningly accurate descriptions of locations connected to Carlos. Despite never actually visiting those places, their psychic impressions guided intelligence agents with precise details. Armed with the remote viewer's insights, the CIA orchestrated a strategic operation, 
focusing their efforts on the locations identified. Surveillance intensified, and the net began to tighten around Carlos. Carlos's apprehension was not just a victory for the CIA. It marked a significant blow to his criminal network. His capture unveiled a vast web of illicit activities, putting an end to years of destructive operations and saving countless lives. The success story of how the CIA's remote viewing program played a pivotal role in identifying and capturing Carlos showcases the immense potential of the human consciousness. It serves as a testament to the untapped capabilities we possess and the valuable contributions remote viewing can make in the world of intelligence. So you may be wondering, how can we remote view? Well, it's similar to what I do, which is mediumship. Uh, you do need to be in a state of receptivity. So here are some basic tips on how to practice your own remote viewing. All right, so you're going to need to create the right mental and physical environment. You're going to find a quiet and comfortable space where you won't be disturbed. So you're going to just sit and take a few moments to relax and clear your mind. Now clearly define your intention for the remote viewing session. Focus your thoughts on the target or location you wish to perceive. Visualize it in your mind, forming a clear mental image. Now we're going to focus on getting into the alpha state. To enhance your receptivity to remote viewing, enter the alpha state of consciousness. All right, so how do we do this? Well, you're going to close your eyes and imagine yourself descending into a tranquil, meditative state. Relax your body and quiet your thoughts. Once you're in the alpha state, allow your mind to receive impressions. You're going to be open to any thoughts, images, feelings, or sensations that arise. Trust your intuition and record your observations without judgment. So after the remote viewing session, analyze and interpret the information you receive. Compare your notes with any available feedback or targets. Look for matches, similarities, and patterns that validate your remote viewing experience. So how do we do this? Well, we work with other people. So you may have a friend or a family member hide an item in their house, and then you can practice trying to figure out where they have hidden this object. And then it's their feedback that's going to help you to hone the skill. It's exactly how I developed my mediumship abilities, practicing what does it feel like when there's a hit, what does it feel like when it's coming from my own mind, and just being free and not worrying about whether you're wrong or right. Just practice going into that state of receptivity and you will be surprised. I think that your mind will be blown when you realize that this skill is easier than you might think. By developing remote viewing skills, we enhance our perception, our intuition, and our problem-solving abilities. We gain access to a wellspring of creativity and inspiration, and we embark on a personal journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Remote viewing fosters connection, both with the world around us and with our fellow human beings. So whether you're seeking personal growth, a fresh approach to problem solving, or a deeper understanding of our interconnected world, remote viewing offers a path worth exploring. Embrace the adventure, embrace the magic, unlock your inner vision, and uncover the endless possibilities that lie within you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this interesting. If you did and you're not subscribed yet, please subscribe to the channel. Please like the videos. Please share them with like-minded friends. And I'd love to hear your comments below. Yes, the comments do help with the algorithm and help support the channel. 
we get more eyes on the podcast. But I also genuinely like to know who's here. I want to know you. I want to know who's part of this community. So introduce yourself. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your experiences with remote viewing. Thank you so much. I send you lots of love and I appreciate you more than words can say.